It's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry, we're laughing. It's just, that was bad time. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Viachi uh, uh, podcast. Um, I'm live from my bunker in Winchborough, and I'm joined as always with Nick Ivel. Hi, Nick, how are you? I'm very good, thanks, Rambo. Yourself? Yeah, I'm doing not too bad. It's, uh, it's, it's going all right, actually. This in the couple of weeks have been locked down. I've I managed to occupy myself. Um, I've got a four-legged friend now. Um, Blaze is his name. I know. I think any anyone who follows you on social media might have seen something about that. Yep, they might have seen something about Blaze. So uh, I'm not. I'll not dwell on that. Um, the story of Blaze has been posted on the page. So um, there we are. Um, yeah. So Nick, I thought uh, today we'd we'd chat some chat some hockey movies. Uh, Maybe some uh, memorable moments we've had uh, um, in this season, and then uh, and then we'll leave some other stuff for the next time. Maybe if there is a next time during this this crazy time that we live in, <laughs> I'm guessing that there will be. Yeah, there will be. Of course, Nick, um, we would have been um, an hour and twenty minutes into uh, nationals already. Um, if if we if everything had went to plan, this is uh, we're recording it. Just twenty past nine on the fourth of April. Um, so um, I mean, have you have you caught the Nationals Blues? Or you you managed kind of because we got the announcement out a little bit earlier. Are you, are you sort of made your peace with it? Um, no, I don't think I've made my peace with it for a number of reasons. Uh, I'm entirely gutted about obviously missing out on this year's Nationals. Uh, obviously everything that goes with the BYJ part of it and, and getting involved, but then also the playing side. And uh, as you know, Rambo, I was going to be guesting, uh, guesting in goals as well this year, which would have been uh, an interesting <laughs> turn of events. But um, but no, so yeah, I, it, it really does seem pretty surreal, the world that we're living in right now. And then when you put it into perspective, as you've just done just there and think that we would have been sitting there an hour and 20 minutes in and probably already annoyed Joe or broken Joe's stuff or abused Dave quite a lot um, is is quite a, quite a sad thing to think about that that's where we would have, would have been. Yeah, and just I, I'm wondering, uh, Nick, um, if, if Nationals was going ahead, what day during this week would have Robert told us he was going on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> Um, normally about the Thursday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, we we just Rob does a lot of good work, but we like to we like to wind each other up because if we didn't do that, I think we'd all go slightly insane. Um, to be fair, um, it really hit home for me last night that uh that nationals wasn't happening this year. With uh, we we the Steel Queens had the rewards night on Facebook Live, um. Which you know I enjoyed because it was just me talking for a solid thirty-five minutes. There was a brief in, uh, interlude where the skating coach talked to them, but 
um, so that, that's when it hit home to me that you know we normally have a lot of my decisions on who gets what awards and coaches awards and stuff um, happens after nationals normally, and this year we've not had that sort of you know big crescendo to 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 you know to um, to deal with that sort of look to what was happening during the season and stuff. So yeah, it was it's it's been it's a bit it's a bit sort of strange um, having no nationals and and as you and I have talked about what what do we do with ourselves in April? Um, quite frankly, um, so Tristan, we should probably advise Dave this is not going to be a, a twenty four hour podcast. No, no, we're not going to do that. Um, we also don't have very much to put away, so we don't need to talk for an extra hour as as well. Um, like we no, did no, exactly that. like. <laughs> When like we, at the end of this, all I'm going to do is we close the laptop and uh, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, so, um, Mick, um, we uh, we talked a little bit last time about uh, things that we've been doing to keep keep ourselves occupied. But I thought um, not rating them per se because everyone's different and how they how they, they view these things. But um, just sort of uh, you know chatting through some of some of the hockey movies that are out there. Uh, and why we like them, or why we think they're, they're utterly rubbish. Um, I think we'll start with <laughs> possibly the most classic hockey movie um, in Slapshot. Um, it's one that I'm very yeah. fond of. It's uh, it's it's old school because of course none of the guys are wearing helmets or anything like that. It's uh, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, Paul Newman's in it, so I'll tell you how old it is. Uh, young Paul Newman, no <laughs> less. Um, it's. But it's, it's a, sort of a classic, iconic hockey film that a lot of people identify as the, the movie that got them into hockey, especially those who got into hockey in their adult years, uh, Nick. So, uh, yeah. I mean, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on, on Slapshot? No, again, as, as you said, it's just classic kind of old-school hockey, really. And um, I think even you'd extend that past... Obviously, I know the younger generation have got other, other movies that they perhaps circle to when you talk to them about hockey, and I'm sure you've been there at the many, many, many freshers fairs and fresher sessions where you get new people in and and you hear these you hear these films get mentioned. Oh, wait, uh, is hockey just like this? Is it like that? And and Slapshot is always there, and there's always that one person who uh, thinks that they can uh, be one of the brothers, basically, and uh, you have to slowly tell them it's probably not such a good idea. <laughs> it's, uh... Certainly do. Um, it's a it's a good it's a good one for for one liners and stuff. Some of them we can't repeat on the podcast, uh, so we'll leave it at that. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I I thoroughly enjoy um, Slapshot. Um, to move on, I suppose that the next the next film that's kind of like that, um, and it's actually there's two of them now, um, is Goon. Uh, now, I watch Goon and. I would say that Goon's got a message to it that's perhaps uh, not maybe prevalent if you're just watching it as an outsider looking in. I mean, have you have you experienced that? Do you know what I'm talking about, or do you think I'm just waffling? I'll let you carry on waffling and see where you go with this. Well, I was thinking Goon One um, sends a message like, if you ever got a new hockey player and they say, "What do you want from me?" Like, if if a coach, if a player was to ask me, "What do you want from me, coach?" I'd like to sometimes give them Goon and say, watch Doug Glatt and just do what he does. And I'm not talking about the, the fighting and stuff. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the actual fact that he just does whatever his coach tells him to for the benefit of the team. Mm-hmm. That's his job. But, um, but, 
But but Rambo, like you must have been there before. Like, can you really deal with those puppy dog eyes on the bench? Oh, and he's looking up at the coach constantly. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it's great. It's I've, great. I've been in that situation before and had guys do that before, and it's you just don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I actually watched it last night after the awards uh, ceremonies, um, and uh, the. It was it, it was it was good watching it back. I really enjoyed it, and then we followed it straight up with Guntu, uh, the last of the Enforcers, which of course has a slightly different message about how perhaps getting your brain caved in is not a good thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I would I would recommend both of those films. Not maybe as a starter pack in hockey though. I would I would say there's other films that if you want to watch to see if you like hockey in it. It ain't those two. <laughs> but, yeah, um, there's there's less less deeper films to uh, to, to indulge for that aspect, which I'm <laughs> guessing is where you're going to go next. I am. I'm. Uh, well, uh, Nick, I think you might know where I'm going next. It's a, a film that's uh, that's very iconic in the hockey circles. Um, well, there's actually the the first two certainly are, um, but it's a. Uh, it's got a, a lot of illegal plays in it. Do you know where I'm going with this? What, two minutes for roping? Two minutes for roping, yeah. Um, the Flying V, <laughs> which would have been offside, <laughs> pretty sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, and also there would have been a ton of interference penalties. Um, yeah, yeah. the the Bash Bros, I know, I've never re- really seen them. Also, when was checking allowed in peewee hockey? <laughs> well, I don't know, because it is Canada, so they may have different... Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's Minnesota, Ooh, isn't it? Um, yeah. But you're right, yeah. I mean, they're playing for checking their clotheslining people. Uh, it's it's, um, it's bonkers. Um, I uh, think that the... Uh, I think it's a great movie, though, if you're getting into hockey and just... It, yeah, and it's massively so. It's fun. Um, a lot of people that I've spoken to who've if you mention you play soccer, but oh, I've seen Mighty Ducks, um, or Champ. But is it Mighty Ducks? Yes, yeah, Mighty Ducks. The first one was called We Are We Are the Champions or something as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and then it's just D two and then D three for the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, D uh, D D one. Or- like, a lot of people, a lot of people like kind of like rake against it, but like the third one, from an actual hockey point of view, in terms of what they actually learn. I actually find uh, I actually find the best one in terms of the the lessons that they learn from that that you have to play play two way hockey to like to like win games. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Um, I got one of those uh, those memes, and you know, you know, you get these memes where it's like a sort of a guy lying like awake, and then a woman like oh, he's probably thinking about other women, you know, lying next to him in yeah. bed, um, and then the guy's thinking about something completely off the hoof, and uh, one of the ones is uh, how how. <laughs> How do um, the Ducks make uh, Team USA in D2, but they can't even make Varsity in D3? <laughs> I thought that was quite a good yeah, question. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't really, um, doesn't really make sense. Yeah, um, my, I mean, my point is that they're all grown up, and you need, to, as you grow up, you need to play um, sort of a more responsible game of hockey, a more thoughtful game of hockey to actually be good. You don't get away with just being really quick hands or. You know, good shooters and stuff. You need to you need to actually play your positions. You need to work together um, as you grow up a little bit more 
when it's an under 12, and this is no disrespect to junior kids, they, everyone needs to start. Sometimes if you're that hot shot, you can do it all on your own and you can you can be successful. But generally speaking, as you grow up, it, the game becomes harder. The people around you catch up physically and and that's what I get out of, uh, out of D3, certainly. Um, I think D2 is my favourite, though, um, I have to say. I yeah, D2's you... probably got more, more laughs in it. Yeah, it's got, it's got more chuckles in it. Um, it's got, you know, it's got different characters. I, I do love the, uh, the the Texas cowboy guy. He's hilarious. Um, and <laughs> and the guy from Keenan and Kel, before he really let himself go, uh, he's in it. Yeah. I don't know what, Goldberg's in it before he let himself go um, as a person. <laughs> um, we'll not go into thoughts on, uh, thoughts on them, obviously, bringing it back, Rambo. What do you think that's going to be like? Is it, well, that, yeah, that's, there's talk of that happening, isn't there? It is actually happening. The, as, as part of Disney Plus, the Mighty Ducks will be returning. Like, well, I don't know what obviously, but what's going on in the world? I don't know when it's going to be, but the Mighty Ducks will be returning. Is it going to be um, the Mighty Ducks are returning? Um, and it's it's not going to be that rubbish cartoon, is it? I don't know if you. Uh, no, one. it's going to be it's going to be a series, and Emilio Estevez is is the coach again. Emilio Estevez coaching the Anaheim Ducks, or is it? <laughs> I don't know. I probably could probably could be coaching the Anaheim Ducks, but um, but no. The the other rumor is apparently the Mighty Ducks are going to be the baddies in the series. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Um, I, I I mean, I think if they do it right, it could be quite good. I think if they bring the players back and then have them playing like adult beer league hockey and try and make a series out of that, would be absolutely terrible. But I think if they no, I'm I'm guessing it's just going to be a bunch of new kids, surely. If, yeah, if it's new kids, then that might work. Um, the only thing that worries me when they do these series and they bring in new, like, sort of a, a chunk of new cast is they try and get too many people who are like the ca- a character from before. So they try and have a, yeah. a, a, an, an Averman um, character who's not Averman and then he's just a bit of a plonker. You know, the reason that Univision works yeah. with Graham Norton is because he admits he's not Terry Wogan. Um, and that's you know that's what they need. They can't have the same people coming in trying to basically be the same character. Different people coming in trying to be no, the same characters as before. Um, so yeah, it could work with new kids. Um, I mean, I don't know if it would work as a series and have a couple of other the other old cast members and maybe as assistants to Emilia Estevez or something. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see see what it's like. Um, I'm not signed up to Disney Plus yet. Um, I managed to stave that off so far. <laughs> Good, good work. <laughs> um, especially since someone told me that um, you know that is it the the, the Mandarin uh, is is the only reason one one episode a week to to really tie you down to the contract. Um, those sneaky buggers. So um, yeah, uh, I've, I've yeah, it's nearly that. it's nearly all out now. I think. No, okay. Well, I might I might get it and then binge watch it and then and cancel it again. Um, yeah, so that was that was my ducks. Uh, but I'll tell you one. Um, I had a sort of friend that I'm chatting to, and uh, she was she was saying that uh, you know she'd seen the Mighty Ducks and you know you know talking about that film. And I said, oh, if you want to talk about hockey films, my favourite film for the hockey to watch has got to be Miracle. Oh ma- yeah, you, yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah, it's it's just a, an incredible like. Um, sort of fun uh, movie but it's like it's based in reality 
Um, everything's quite real about it. The the coaching style, you know, the uh, the old Herb Brooks comment, "I don't want the best players, I want the right ones," is is one of my favorite like sort of coaching like one-liners I've ever heard. Um, and it, it's just wait, quite... see, mine, mine's the uh, mine's the one about uh, I'm here to be your coach, not your best friend. That's that's a really yeah, that's another great great point. Um, and by I. I, I I can't remember the name of the guy. It gets like the uh, you know the dead leg, and he, he he could miss the he could miss the Olympics, but they take him anyway. Um, and yeah. he and he uh, he then he comes back on. He makes that hit. Um, when he comes back on against, I think it's the Russians or the yeah, it's the Russians. He comes back. Yeah, on it's like he comes he comes on in like the uh, the the game against the Soviets and makes impact, doesn't he? Yeah, he makes it. He makes a big hit. I remember actually cheering when I saw it happening, like I was actually watching a live game of hockey and not a filmed one. Um, so it's good in that respect. Um, it realised how crazy the you also realised how crazy the Olympics were back then because they didn't have a proper final game. That like a weird tournament thing. And it's the round robin, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's so utterly bizarre. Um, um, and it, what was it? This person said that. Uh, so. Um, they, they, when I told them they were watching it, they got really into it and they told me um, that they had to stop it for a while because I had to get over Ralph getting cut. <laughs> um, yeah, and, that is that that is a brutal moment. Yeah, and uh, then then at the end, <laughs> we're chanting USA, USA, USA. So um, it just shows how good a movie that actually is. Um, and I, I would I would recommend if you haven't seen that, find a way to watch it because it's it's very 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 good. Um, the um, there's a couple other movies that are probably probably on the periphery a bit more. Oh wait a minute, no, I missed one big whopper, Nick. Uh, perhaps the most adult movie um, that's out there, uh, Youngblood. Uh, you're a fan of Youngblood? Yeah, Youngblood. Yeah, gotta put that in there. Yeah, and uh, if you if you uh, if you like if you like eyes that melt, you young Rob Lowe is in it as well. He's a uh... Does more does more pretty boy work than uh, than hockey, but yeah, yeah, and it's, uh, it, it's a great. I like Youngblood. Yeah, and Patrick Swayze is at his like he's absolute best in it. I think is is a character in in, in the role he's in, um, in Youngblood. So again, another movie. I'm not sure where you'd find that. And uh, you maybe are more on the pulse of me. I'm not sure if it'd be a Netflix film or no. That would be you'd have to you'd have to do some trolling through Netflix or Amazon or something or yeah to get that. Yeah, I mean, there's bound to be a way you can find it um, in this day and age, but I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I know that Miracle and the, the Mighty Ducks are on Disney Plus. Both the Goons are on Netflix, but I'm not sure where some of these other ones we're chatting about might be. And um, also, a bit more on the periphery though, Nick. Um, Mystery Alaska is a pretty good film. Um, it's like yes, it is. I'll um, play them Rangers. Yeah, it's 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 good. I like it. I mean, I think it's a little bit. It's a little bit daft in its concept, but then so are most sports films. But it it is fun to watch, um, and uh, and all the rest of it. It's got a really good cast as well, you know. Uh, Russell. Yeah, it's, it's a really um, really strong cast. Yeah, and Russell Crowe before he was sort of went mad. Um, the uh, Burt Reynolds is in it as well, um, to to name a few. And uh, Hank Azaria, I think, is in it as well. Uh, the guy mm-hmm. who does a lot of the voices for The Simpsons. 
Um, so yes. Yeah, and also, I I, uh, I I like I like the ending in terms of the 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 message that that gives as well. In terms of it's not a it's not a Disney ending, put it that way. No, it's not. It's, it's actually just a, like a really good ending, and um, uh, and actually, I see it's a bit daft, but that is actually possibly one of the more realistic endings to a sort of fiction-based hockey film there is, um, I'd say. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's certainly an enjoyable watch. Um, I've not seen MVP, so I'm not going to talk about that. I don't know if you've seen MVP and want to comment on it at all. No, I haven't seen that. Um, and the, um, obviously there's other films that have got, like, sort of bits of hockey in them, like uh, Love Guru, um, which is terrible as a hockey film. Absolutely horrendous. <laughs> um, if you want some light watching, watch it, but don't watch it as a, a standalone sports movie, because otherwise it's just rubbish. Um, and then the uh, the other one, uh, Nick, this it's definitely not really a hockey film, but hockey players love it. Is it, it's got to be Happy Gilmore? Um, I just yeah, because I think let's let's face it. Any any hockey player who has ever picked up a golf club before has has done it. Like let's face it, they have, haven't they? They've all we've all the tried whole, it. The, the yeah, I um I I I've done it a couple of times. I remember the first time I done it with like a proper driver, and like you know, like the drivers you get nowadays with the big head. I managed to basically take about an inch of dirt and sky it. And it went about 40 yards, but it went about 300 foot in the air. <laughs> I came right under it. It was like a pitching wedge. It was so bad. Uh, but, um, yeah, every every hockey player's, every hockey player's tried that um, uh, that shot at some point. And, uh, Spe- speaking of that, Rabbi, I've just sent you a video on WhatsApp. Obviously, the people on the podcast won't be able to see it, but you will. Yeah, this is great. Great stuff for an audio show. Um yeah, oh, all right, I'll let you uh, watch it and you can, you can comment it. Let me see, so we've got Nick Ivel here, he's, uh, he's lining up, he's, he steps through, he takes the shot, <laughs> oh, and he toes it, he toes it, shades of Max Springer there at Nationals with that shot, oh dear, sorry, that was that's the only commentary I get to do, I like commentating on everything now, um, you know, like... Dog, dog goes out. Dog goes out to do his business. I'm like, oh, he's he's circling for the perfect spot. Uh, <laughs> so, because that's what we've been doing right about now. But that Nick was that was horrendous, but also fun to watch. So thank you for. Yeah, it that. is pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> um, we'll, we'll we'll maybe stick that out on the uh, when the pod comes out. We'll stick that video out as well. Um, Great. Uh, it, it's all right. You you should see what's coming out at when the trivia answer comes out. Um, this morning, um, <laughs> and wait, wait, what was the trivia again? <laughs> the trivia was an emoji uh, emoji challenge, which is a lot more abstract. Um, but if you look at it, you'll you'll kind of figure out what it is um, and what video might be getting getting played um, as it comes out. Uh, I can't find it. Oh, yeah, you, you've not asked the question yet. Well, the question's up, was it not? I oh, can't see it. Oh, goodness. Well, the answer might come out at 11.15 without... without <laughs> no, no, it's, it's there. It's there. Oh, no, yeah. It's 100%, not... 100% dog. Yeah. So what's 100%? Right. 
right? What, what, what like hundred percent is the most of something, isn't it? Yeah. So, what do you also call the most of something? Uh, top, top dog. No, 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 no. Like if something's full, it's full to the brim. Oh my goodness, me! Are you deliberately doing this to? <laughs> no, like I'm not gonna lie. I've been struggling with some of these emoji challenges. <laughs> Pepsi maker. Don't get me started on. Don't get me started on Lawson Glassby because that had me confused for like well, quite an afternoon. <laughs> what? Pep, what do Pepsi make? What's everyone's most favorite uh, I, type of Pepsi? That's sugar free. Pepsi Max. So Max, and then what kind of dogs? Do? Yay! There we go. Thank goodness you're not answering this for yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's the most abstract one because Anna Daisy Leftly keeps getting them no matter who they are, and I decided to make it a bit more complicated. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, I, I needed I needed the audio walkthrough of that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so yeah, actually speaking of Max Springer and his um, his famous miss, I thought we we're hoping that we can sort of clip bits of nationals and put them out there in sort of Hall of Fame moments. And I'm not quite sure how that works. Um, Dave will maybe be able to give us a run through, and we can try and do it ourselves at some point. Um, we are previously put up um, probably one of our favourite hockey memories went up uh, the uh, the Switzerland game. It's actually the full broadcast, Nick, so it's like three hours, 45 minutes long, <laughs> as opposed to the one that uh, yes. I think Connor Ross' mum cuts half of the, the in-between periods. Um, so if you want the slightly shorter version, if you look for a, um, wait, is it, it's Melinda Roth um, on YouTube, you'll find the shortened version of it. But the, uh, the, the Switzerland game is obviously one of our our most favourite memories of hockey, um, and uh, we've both talked about that out from time to time. It's certainly something that I will look back on fondly, Nick. Is there anything you remember about that trip apart from being absolutely freezing and forgetting your gloves? Um, well, where do you want to start? The fact that we nearly died on the way there, going up an Alp. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you, you, nearly wrote, you nearly wrote off the rental car, and it's a good job that you got, like, the... The no no holds barred insurance. Uh huh. <laughs> um, win, 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 winter winter diesel. Yeah, I'm not sure that's a thing. <laughs> no, neither of I. I think I think we definitely got scammed there. Winter diesel. Um, what else? Oh, those uh, those Frankfurt are like big uh, big hot dog things. They're they're pretty pretty memorable. Um, and generally, us two try to shirt round summer summer. It's trying to find a caffeine. Yes, because we got because um, we had We didn't have any. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we we were both really smart. I've not taken any cash in. We're just going for the night, so we'll be able to use our card everywhere. Got to the rink, and uh, this rink obviously was it's outside. It's an old school uh, sort of. It's a very nice facility, I have to say. Um, but yeah. it's sort of old school, and uh, yeah, so we um we got there, and uh, they had no cash machines, um, and no possible way of using our cards. So. We, we were both starving because we hadn't eaten anything um, since breakfast that morning. And uh, we um, we had to go uh, traipsing through San Moritz to find a cash machine, having no idea and then, 
how much we were actually taken out either because it was all in Swiss franc. <laughs> and then what, um, before we even got there, when we were driving down the, the main street of Samaritz, going past like all the Astons and the Rolls Royces, and you just pull over onto what we thought was the side of the road, which turned out to be the pavement, did it not? Yeah, and then we had that old couple that stood in front of us that wouldn't go the way when I tried to move. Um, yeah, yeah was, that as well. It was it was a good trip though, apart from apart from some. Uh, and then and then every commentator's dream, uh, a close good game of hockey that goes to overtime. Yep, yeah. um, which would have been more your dream if you'd remembered your gloves as well. Um, I remember. I, remember I think to be honest, looking. Looking back, it wasn't even my hands; it was my uh, it was my feet that I was having problems with. <laughs> well, that's because of where we ended up Since standing. We were stood we, on the ice. Yeah, we were stood on the, the sort of ice because the, the ice forms round the, the boards um, in the Samaritz, like outside the boards as well. So we were actually stood on that, uh, perched on there. Um, our tea got knocked over. Um, we almost got stuck at sticks in the teeth a couple of times. Um, we had a great view of Patrick Cole's hit on Willsby, um, which unfortunately I think the camera misses. Um, but don't yeah, because I've I've been back trying to find that and it's just yeah. not there. We luckily, lived it, so, so yeah. Luckily, there was someone on the bench who uh, created a gif of the moment. Um, it, so yeah, that Dan certainly sorted that out for us. But the um, yeah, that was that was one of my favourite hockey moments. But obviously, that's not all we've done in our, our hockey careers. There's been some great nationals moments that we've we've had. Um, one of them, Max Springer's miss, is, it, it lives in memory not because you know we like to see people miss, but it's just turned into an absolute sort of you know. It's, it's just, a running joke. Yeah, it's a running joke. He's, he's the poor guy has never scored at nationals as well. <laughs> which is he scored quite a few goals for that Manchester City team he still never scored at that stuff <laughs> yeah. um, so you know there's there's that there was the the, um, the phantom goal which I wish I could remember exactly when that happened um, oh but, no no I, I'll I'll find that if you want I remember exactly when that was you remember exactly when that was I, I, yeah if you remember correctly I was the only one who kind of saw it yeah, you guys, you guys are all in a world. Yeah, well, it wasn't until we replayed it we were like, oh, and it was too late by then because the play had been going on for about another five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, and it was a uh, was it not the game that put somebody out of nationals? It's a goal that put somebody out of nationals. Yeah, well. yeah, yes, 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 it did. And you know, the still the thing that really like boggles my mind is that. It's a good job it was like tier six or something because literally, if that had been like tier one, there would have been an absolute riot on the ice of people who knew what was happening and knew what had happened. Whereas obviously in tier six, no one knew, probably just thought that was the rule. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I can't remember if it was, it was tier six or tier five or what tier it was, but yeah, I remember it going in because we I'll, had a. I'll co- find it. It's. Yeah, we did have a couple of did have a couple of messages in about it as well, and then you showed me it, and I was like, I can't believe that we all missed that. Um, so that yeah, that was that was a that was certainly a memorable moment um, for the, maybe the wrong reasons to some extent. And um, the other another sort of memorable stuff that's happened at nationals, obviously, um, we uh, you hear a lot of it at the start of the the podcast. Um, the uh, some of Stuart Mogg's goals uh, in, in time. Um, I don't know if you remember, and I can't even remember if it was it was a game that we commentated on. 
and it might have been Southampton. Um, I think it was Southampton against St Andrews, and the um, Southampton goalie that diving glove save. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was absolutely outrageous. It was one of the best saves I've ever seen. We've had um, look looking back, and I know we always talk about it. It is the the premier product that we produce, kind of thing, and the and the Division One final and that kind of stuff. But looking back, we've had some in the last couple of years, in the last three four years, we've had some great finals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always think that the, the one thing that detracts from the final, and obviously that's one of the reasons I worked on the new format, was sometimes you obviously have a clear team that's more tired than the other team um yeah and last season last season's final between st andrews and sheffield um as much as sheffield were deserved winners um you could st. Andrews that, just had no gas that, yeah they had nothing left in that, that final game and you know against the sheffield team that's full of league players you know players that play nihl um they're going to have the fitness and the, and the wherewithal to, to pull that out so um, yeah, the finals though have normally been good battles, and and nobody's ever laid down anyway in a, in a final. Of I think you remember one. the um the the Oxford team winning, which were battered and bruised and trying to pull out about two hours beforehand. Yeah, that's that's right, and that was when uh, basically Fabian uh, Sivnet um, just went, yeah, um, I'm we're, we're going to the promised land here. I'm taking you. Yeah, we're we're just we're just not conceding in the in the semi final and the final, guys. You just get one goal because I'm just not letting anything in. Yeah, that's exactly right. He just um after after gifting David the day before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, my my favorite one of my favorite moments of that weekend was of course Dave scored and the the audio. I'm sure Dave will now be playing the audio of that um, goal going in. Um, was uh, interviewing Fabian Sivnet up the top and asking how it felt to be scored on by Dave. And he said that Nationals was an opportunity for all. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> which, which kind of belittled Dave's achievement, but <laughs> um, it was a great, a great, great answer um, from a from a guy who's a real character uh, in the in the um, It's quite funny because um, I've kind of he's he's not been any of the trivia questions, but anytime there's a, a nickname for a goalie doing well, everyone thinks it's him. Um, you know, with the, it was <laughs> the Great Wall of um, Fabian Sivnet, um, the uh, <laughs> the house that Fabian Sivnet built, and it's like, yeah, none of these are him. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's uh, it, the, the actually the trivia stuff has been quite good for bringing back some memories and stuff because I'm having to sort of think back on things, and um, and I think I don't know you've 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 obviously taken part in a couple of them you. You got the Brad Brooks one right. I think you were the only one that got the Brad Brooks one right. Um, and obviously you didn't get the Lawson Glassby one right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, is that something you've enjoyed doing? Is it is it helping pass the time a little bit, having having some some sort of trivia stuff and trips down memory lane? Yeah, no, fair fair play, Rambo. You've done a you've done a good job with those, and it's been uh, it's been. A good way to pass the time, and as you've seen, we're getting a, a very, a varied response. It's not just the same people, apart from Sean Monkev um, and <laughs> and Daisy. But other than that, um, getting a lot of different people involved. Obviously, a lot of people are desperate for desperate for Dave to be the answer. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I saw Phil Eddie was like, oh, you know, mentioned Dave. Um, what was it? Uh, Phil Phil Eddie got uh, it was suggested that Phil. 
had um, he was the house that Phil Eddie built, and I did point <laughs> out that we didn't, we didn't even have television the last time that Phil played in Nationals. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it's been getting clubs involved. Um, the Glasgow one was up at like over a thousand views within the space of two hours. Um, you know, it's every time we get a new club involved, it's great. So I'm trying to get as much trivia and, and different bits and pieces and different clubs involved as I can. Obviously, there's only so much I can do. I can recycle stuff. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think that the, the trivia is going all right, and we'll try and keep that going. Dave's talking about keeping it going all summer, regardless of what happens. I think if I can get outside uh, a bit more consistently, I might be I might be quite happy with that, despite being a sort of ginger daywalker um, that I am. <laughs> uh, so Nick, what have you, what have you got planned for the the rest of your the rest of your week? Well, uh, I'm about to go out for my one trip outdoors exercise. Go oh, for a walk. You're going for a walk. Have you been doing any of these uh, these indoorsy type things? You know, I can't remember. What's the name of the guy that's on the BBC? Joe, Joe something or yeah, yeah. Joe Staten. Joe Staten's uh, yeah. Joe Staten should run run a thing. Can you imagine Joe in his little national shorts giving us some like some Mr. Motivator exercises to do? That, that would... See, I, I reckon, I reckon that's there. You go. There's there's some content that the people want to see. That is money. Joe, Joe, Joe would normally be going off for his class about now, wouldn't he? Yeah, he goes away for his wee fitness class. He comes back really sweaty, gradually gets sweatier during the day. Um, yeah, yeah. Joe, I think Joe, Joe's a model of fitness. It would, it would, it would be a pleasure to to watch Joe work out. I'm not sure I could work out alongside him. Um, just because of, because well, we've all we've all seen your uh, workout videos, Ramo. <laughs> just normally falling over or something. Um. The uh, what was I going to say to you? The um, the Steel Queens actually have a, a workout group that their uh, the goalie coach of former gymnast is actually putting on, which has been really good. Um, there's some stretches which I believe are humanly impossible that he's trying to get us to do, but um, it's good fun. And I think you know uh, got... now that sounds like a, that sounds like a challenge that people want to see, Rambo. Not 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 from the girls, but from you. What me trying to do some stretches. Trying to do some of these impossible stretches, I reckon you could do them. <laughs> well, maybe I could. Maybe I could try. I was I was thinking about doing some kind of like boxer size video at some point uh, for the for the VHE <laughs> website web uh, page, but um, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll get to all that. But I mean, uh, Nick, I've almost uh, I've almost forgotten since we've been chatting and and uh, and bashing on here, um, but. Um, we were talking about Nationals memories. I mean, obviously a lot of hockey memories, they end up in paper form or, or written form and stats form. Um, and uh, one of the sites that's really good for that is Elite Prospects. Have you used that yourself to maybe look up players you're playing against or players that have, that have applied to come to your team? Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's an awesome uh, tool for using. And whether or not people use it for a bit of vanity to look at their own stuff or whether or not, as you say, I have occasionally used it on sign up day and had a good look at the people, but uh, but um, but no, it's uh, it's a really great tool. Yeah. Um, so um, there's obviously a lot of, a lot of work goes into that, especially you know because not all the stats are readily available and stuff, so people have to go and delve beneath things. Um, been told that the BIG stats are actually one of the easier ones for them to work out when we get them up to date. Um, but I spoke to Matt Reynolds from uh, Elite Prospects uh, UK. 
um, in an, an interview uh, for this podcast. So um, without further ado, we'll, we'll, we'll just let's hear that now. I'm joined with uh, Matt Reynolds of um, Elite Prospects. Hello, Matt. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Yeah, you? Um, I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you for joining me on this uh, Saturday morning, though I yeah. suppose some of the uh, days are rolling into one now. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, aren't they, aren't they just? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Matt, you uh, you do a lot of great work with Elite Prospects, um, keeping all the stats up to date. Um, what, but what got you into ice hockey first? Um, it was back when the Storm, the original Storm, first established... Um, because they were obviously they were in no shame they were giving out free tickets. We actually tried Manchester Giants to basketball first. Um, didn't really click for my family, but then we tried the Storm and instantly, pretty much instantly hooked. And it went from there. We kept we actually buy non bought normal tickets for the first season, and then from second season onwards, we all had season tickets, and it just went from there. Yeah, pretty much just instantly loved it. Yeah, and what about the game of ice hockey sort of hooked you? Oh god, I don't know. It was, it was a long time ago. Uh, I don't know. It was just I don't know. Like the basketball didn't hold my attention, but the hockey did. I don't know. Don't know if there's any one reason why. It was just I just really enjoyed it. Um, I think sort of combination you know, of having the arena and the show and that team in the first season. I don't know. It's I was. It was what twenty five years ago now. So. I can I cannot remember what it was other than just thinking, yo, this is very, this is good. I like this. Let's keep doing this. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And well, we're glad that you got hooked because you've got a really good uh, good site that we can all use. Um I use it uh, frequently yeah. when I'm I'm studying for international all-star teams and stuff and having a look at where players might have been before. So, um what 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 got you involved in elite prospects then? Okay, uh, pretty much ten. It was ten years ago now. Um, I was doing actually. I was actually helping out with some roster updates for Eastside Hockey Manager um, on a forum, and one of the the original UK researchers, Sandro Berry, she wasn't involved with it, with it anymore. Um, came to me because I was pretty much doing one adding stuff for the UK side. So like, like I run for this like fledgling site, Elite Prospects. Can you like? resend us the information listed so we could update the site and I did and I just kept doing it and eventually Sandra said you know what did you just want to come on the staff and do this yourself rather than sending it all to me constantly and I thought yeah alright it'll be fun and then exactly 10 years and 2 weeks later today I'm still going and still doing still doing it and uh, yeah really glad, I'm really glad I came on board because it's it's been yeah. quite the experience and it's got me doing all sorts of things it's been it's been so much work and i'm so i'm incredibly proud of how much i've done of it and the amount of work i've done on it yeah and um i think one of the things that probably impresses me the most and and, and others would be the the fact that you it's not just sort of elite league in britain it's 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 right through you've got biha you've got nihl2 yeah. nhl1 obviously um is 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 finding out all these stats is it is it good is it hard work but rewarding work? Yeah, it's definitely it's it's can be hard, it can be hard work. Some some teams some teams are perfectly happy to give you some. Just um, some teams won't give you anything. Some organisations will give you nothing. Some organisations don't even know who we are. Um, I'm not going to name anybody. Um, yes, um, as long as the stats are, the stats are well listed, stats are easy to get to. I can find them. Um, yeah, I mean when I started ten years ago. 
we had the Elite League, and that was basically it. We had most of the EPL. We had a few scattered players in the what was the ENL is now the National League. We had no junior stats whatsoever, um, and I've just filled that out over the years as it's gone. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think the impressive thing for me is the fact that you, you keep on top of the, the BIHA stats, which we, I, I'll accept as an organisation. We're notorious for late game sheets and things. Um, but do you, do you find our website is, is quite easy to find the stats on? Or Yes, or? honestly, BIHA stats are an absolute joy because they're listed by... When I started it, because the player profiles on a website are listed by number, I started player profile one, and that's how I started the stats I went from player 1 to 2 to 3 to 4 to 5 and went through them one by one until they were done because it was much easier to do that rather than go team by team each year and that way I knew I didn't miss anybody okay yeah now what what are some of the uh, the more interesting aspects of of searching for the stats um BH in general um Seeing some God, the diversity in nationalities and players is amazing. I've never seen such. It's lovely. It's such such a diverse league. Mm. Um, I don't think I've ever, there's any league on it like on EP quite like it. Um, I, lo- I, lo- I love seeing that. I love seeing the longevity of players. I love seeing how many players, di- how many teams some players can play for in a year. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I started that with, uh, with some of the Steel Queens playing Eagles, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just just to confuse you, uh, yeah. But so, so, well, no, it's good. Um, seeing a progression, like seeing players who played for a while and then come back. I was like post grads or as like teachers sometimes listed it. I'm assuming as staff. Um, yeah, it's just good. It's just good seeing players like stick around for a while and keep you know. Probably like get to the get get setting records for teams as they stick around and keep going. Yeah, and um, obviously a lot of players have played before the BIHA. Um, how do you go about linking them with their with their previous stats? You know, we've got as you say, it's very diverse. We've got people from yeah. China and people from Australia and 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 what like. Yeah, we some some of them we already had on as national team players. There's like Singapore, Singaporeans, Hong Kong, um, players mainly from mainly from Eastern countries. Um, we already had them, so I just had to match up the names because they're less unlike sort of anglicised Western names and their native country names. So it's just a matter of finding them. So then I can just add them on. Um, for sort of for sort of players of sort of British, um, it's generally just educated guess. If I can nail them and say, no, that is definitely them. That is definitely this player who played junior in such and such a system and they've gone on. Usually sometimes, in fact, usually it's easy to tell when they're playing for a university that's near where they play junior. Um, I can say, no, ask them. If in doubt, I will leave it as a separate profile. And then if the player wants to contact, if the player wants to contact Malaysia and say, no, this is me, can you merge two profiles? I go, yeah, fine. Because I'd rather it was, I'd rather not try. I'd rather not guess and say, you know, that's them, and get, find out the two separate players, and then, and I'd rather leave it open ended and let them let them um, confirm it for sure. Right, right, okay. So it can be a wee bit cumbersome, but the players can sort of help you out as well. Is that yeah, yeah, is that fair? yeah, yeah? I'm, I'm always happy for players to correct me because I don't know the information. The information on the BIHA side is more comprehensive than what's on the IHA and SIHA side. So happy for them to help. 
Yeah, yeah, and and I know some of them have spaces for profile photos and all that sort of thing. How, how do players, if they if they really wanted a profile photo, yeah. go about getting that added? <laughs> uh, there's two ways. If they get if they have the subscriptions WP Premium, they can literally just press a button on their profile and upload a photo. Um, if not, they can send it to photoeliteprospects.com. Um, the caveat is that they need to have permission to you know distribute the photo commercially from like the from the photographer or if they if they if they you know i don't know they want to talk it themselves because they'll be on the ice um if they got somebody or if they know somebody who has took it now they they just need permission to send it in and have it distributed commercially but outside of that it's yeah one of those two methods okay cool cool and so um obviously uh hockey's hockey's off at the moment what what are you doing to keep yourself occupied now that you've not got all these <laughs> stats to look at look through yeah uh, still doing stats still got them doing because um and season ending i've got the boiha stuff to do um yeah plan still plenty of you know i'm still i'm still working i'm still doing my daily routine just at home um yeah, not not a lot different really, other than just I'm not going to work. I'm just well, I'm going to work, but the commute is from my bedroom to my kitchen now at the moment. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And um, uh, before before obviously the uh, the world went went crazy and we shut everything down. Um, were you were you regularly attending hockey matches, or were you are you now just sort of based on catching up with the with what's going on online? Yeah, honest truth, I just, I haven't been to a domestic hockey game in years it's a few factors really um one thing ep has done is give me like a neutral profiling because i now i now speak to players and coaches and agents from all over the place and it's kind of hard to root when you're like oh no i know like such and such a player on every team it's like kind of kind of feel bad rooting against them now because they've been really because they've been really nice over email and twitter um yeah it's just it's hard for me nearest nearest reading to me is Altrincham and that for me is a four hour round trip on public transport and it's like mm, it's a lot of work on a Saturday I'm not someone who likes I'm not someone who likes to go outside anyway <laughs> which is how I get all so much work done um, yeah it's just I don't know just various factors yeah I've not been to domestic I've not been to a live game for a while um, so I've, I watch GB games pretty much and that's about it um, so yeah there's not a lot of difference it's just I'm just not leaving the house, not leaving the flat at the moment. Okay, okay, and um, obviously you keep on on top of stats. Do you, do you follow the NHL as well? Uh, yeah, that's kind of wavered up up and down over the years. Um, yeah, I'm a Detroit fan, um, and I don't mind. I don't mind admitting that even now. It's like we're terrible, and I know we're terrible, but this has been coming for a while, and it, that's fine. Everyone's everyone's got to be bad eventually. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched the NHL about probably about as long as I've watched hockey. Full stop. Um, it's always been yeah, I've always been a, a Detroit fan. Okay, so and, yeah, I do watch that. And um, uh, you know, there's there'll be a, there's a lot of fantasy heads in the uh, in the VIH. Can you can you give them any yeah. tips, or are you not as plugged in on the NHL? Um, fantasy i don't know i don't know um i don't follow it that i don't follow it that closely i i don't i don't know i don't just choose your choose the people who've got the good names it usually works fair enough fair enough and if 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 um if someone was to do a a, a british fantasy league um is there any is there any uh, players you would you'd automatically say to them like they get loads of goals or they get loads of points it's hard to say because it changes so much um 
Like if it said to me like this year, the British player Luke Ferrara is going to be the top goal scorer. I was like, no way, no chance. The guy's a the guy's been a grinder all his career, and now all of a sudden, no, thirty-three goals in a season. Okay, fine, fine. That was I was wrong. No, it's 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 that unpredictable because the players who come in, with, you think who come in with amazing CVs, can turn out to be not be that great. And it's the guys that are younger, sort of coming from lower leagues and maybe starting to hit their primes, tend to be the ones that tend to turn out great but also you can't predict that it's i don't know it's a little too volatile a little too unpredictable so i couldn't say i couldn't say anything like say no they're going to be amazing because it can change so much from season to season cool cool so um what what are your uh what are your plans for uh for the rest of this sort of this time is it is just catching up on things um stats wise and uh, and updating things is that, is that yeah yeah i'm going through i'm I did. I did all the women's leagues last night, so that's I'm happy with that. Um, literally all of them because of this and that's final standing. So all the stats for the women's um, EIHE leagues are done. Are done were done last night. Um, yeah, I've got to do junior leagues. I've got to do BOIHA. Outside of that, I think I'm done. I've got a bunch of books that I still need to read through for historical stats because I need I want to get them down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just carry on. Then probably by the time I finish that, it'll be August September again. <laughs> Yeah, and hopefully the the world will be some some form of normality by then. Yeah, what is normal anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's very true. Well, thank you very much. You've been a, you've been a great uh, guest, and it's it's some you're someone I've wanted to speak to for a while just to kind of find out how you you go about it all. Um, is is there anyone you want to give a, a big shout out to, and then you can sort of bully them in to listen to the pod when it comes out? Uh. No, um, I'll just I'll just I'll just wave the link in front of my face. And say, look, I did a thing. Listen to, me. <laughs> and they'll say, and they'll it, 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 it'll be why she'll say no, because um, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. <laughs> she just <laughs> she, she, <laughs> makes it sound awful. She's not. She's the best. Um, she's just like I don't I don't care. Okay. Um, no, um, I'll just yeah. I, I'll I'll link on EP. I'll put it on EP. I'll put it on my own. I'll put it on my own Twitter feed. Um, yeah, just I'll put I'll, I'll just you know bully people until they listen or tell them to go away and swear at me. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, I'll be in touch when uh, when it's coming out, and uh, I'll thank I'll thank you very much for your your time um, today. Oh uh, no, thanks, Richard. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for inviting me. That's great. Cheers. So that was Matt Reynolds there. Um, nice guy. Uh, seems to put a lot of work in. He's still doing a lot of work to get um, everything finalised. I know we're a little bit behind in our sheets, and I'm hoping we can we can maybe sort that out. Obviously, we had the uh, we had that problem of 2020 vision this year, so we <laughs> we're working through that just now. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Nick, um, I mean, uh, we talked about elite prospects, and we've talked about about our memories and, and hockey films. Um, I think we should save some stuff for next time. Um, maybe chat. Through some some other uh, some of our our more personal hockey moments perhaps, um, and maybe we'll get some people on uh, the next time we're a bit more of a round table. We can maybe uh, can we get Beth on to tell us a bit about her favourite hockey memories? Do you think she'd be up for that? We can we can see. <laughs> um, I won't hold you to that. Um, so um, anyway, uh, I think we've probably chatted the what's the hind legs off a donkey is the expression. So. Uh, Without further ado, I wish you all the best. Stay safe. Uh, wash your hands. Try not to touch your face unless it's really, really itchy. And in which case, I think that's probably okay. Um, 
and then uh, you know we'll see you all when this is all over. Uh, so with without further ado, that's a goodbye from me and uh, goodbye from me. <laughs>